The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. And we are back for another episode of the Salinas Podcast. This is Kalu. This is Chris. And we have two special guests. I want to I want to throw you in hey, here, man. I am sorry, man. Uh, first, uh, this one is a return guest. Uh, one of my one of my close friends. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. Hey, it's Mark Twain. So, <laughs> yeah. Hi. If you guys remember him from our uh, uh, Black History Month episode, he absolutely killed it. And so. Uh, he's in town. It's it, today's Easter, that whole so month was fucking fire. that whole month was fire. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna have him. You know, we're gonna talk about some stuff today, and then we also have Chris's cousin. So yeah, we got Chris, we got Chris Jones. He's he's trying to sit back in the corner. I was like, at least come up over here where we're sitting, where the yeah. microphones are. You can or cannot use the mic, but. Bitch, you finna get drawn into some yeah, shit. Yeah, the microphone is away from him right now, but at any moment, if he feels like jumping in, he yeah. can just pull the mic. And then and, also, and talk. I I probably sound a little weird because I've been sicker than a crack baby here lately. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm glad you're. But you know, I'm glad you bed. have a voice. Yeah. So what got uh, you? Allergies? It, it what was, kind of sick? I, I think I just ran myself ragged, and then I got some kind of upper respiratory deal. Oh. I think I did it to myself. Like a little bit of allergies, it gets irritated. A little bacteria gets in there. Immune system gets low, and then you got an upper respiratory deal. I don't that think sucks, it was anything man. real nefarious. Sure. It well, was, at least you're me. you're looking better though now. Hey, so I appreciate it. That's good. He, he's like, you look like shit. Yeah. Truthfully, yeah. I was like, oh my god. But. uh the title of this episode, I'm wanting to call it "Fair is Fair," and uh, recently here in our in our town specifically, there was a an an ordinance that was struck down, and I want to I believe that this is something that is going through many cities everywhere. So there's the specific ordinance here in our town; they're calling it the Fairness Ordinance, and I believe there are other fairness ordinances uh, in other cities, but specifically this one is. Uh, the it's lobbying and advocacy Kentucky-based lobbying and advocacy organization uh, focusing primarily on preventing discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, the fairness campaign is recognized by the IRS as a 5014 campaign. Blah 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 blah. But that that's the fairness campaign. So there's the fairness movement and the fairness ordinance that they're wanting to enact here. And this is not just sexual orientation or gender. It's also race. It's also SES. It's all sorts of other things. And so they're wanting to be able to add more protections here in town. And that was struck down. And so we want to talk about what is fairness? Why would something like that get struck down? Because on paper in my head, it just seems like We'll just just allow it. And beyond that, it was what was the final vote? It was three to two. Okay, three to two, and you had Democrats voting mm-hmm. against voting against it. So uh, that's the other layer to this: mm-hmm. is why would a Democrat, be they moderate or leftist, vote against something that seems to be in keeping with Democratic policy? Sure, sure. Um, so, who wants to go first? Well, I- I'll just hit the ground running okay. on it. Um, my assertion, the only thing that I can imagine, and I don't even think that they necessarily lay it out in these terms in their mind, 
Um, George Carlin said that uh, people don't have to have meetings in dark rooms to know that they have shared interests. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking that why would Sue Perigen and um, uh, Joe Denning, Joe Denning, why would these individuals vote against legislation that really is not putting any kind of meaningful stress on our day to day in Bowling Green? but maybe is making accommodations for groups that feel marginalized in general. Mm. The other side to that argument is if it doesn't affect our day-to-day already, why do we need it? And I think that that's what's really been conveyed by the Democrats. That's on a national level. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that people don't care about because it doesn't affect our everyday. Right, and that's that's what, why, and overwhelmingly it's moderate Democrats that are saying they're siding with more conservative and centrist ideals at this at this point by saying why do we need it if it doesn't statistically seem to be a meaningful problem in our community my assertion would be that it doesn't just constitute that legislation on a one-to-one it facilitates a border with other legislation that is synonymous with these kind of hippie, college town, progressive cities around the United States, Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, you know, all that kind of shit. I think that, and again, they don't necessarily have to lay it out in these terms, but I think that it is essentially the status quo maintaining itself as opposed to facilitating a cultural shift. And again, the it's a valid argument for them to sit there at those town halls and say, Tell me, tell me where the problem is in Bowling Green regarding discrimination, and people can't really articulate it in a meaningful way. Um, but again, I, I feel like you know we talk about the logical fallacy of the slippery slope, but I think that that's part of the reasoning is that it will facilitate this border with other legislation that is related to other communities that are shifting far left. And in, in, enacting the legislation would facilitate it, or shooting it down. Is protecting the status quo. Well, both. Both. Oh, shooting down a fairness ordinance is, is the system maintaining itself, and then okay. um, enacting that type of legislation, mm-hmm. voting with that type of legislation is going to facilitate a potentially a cultural shift, at least in their minds. Oh, and and that that obviously feels needed. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. It, it to me it is, but yeah. I'm a little, I'm a leftist kind of individual. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I got I'm, you. I'm not. Okay. Um, I mean, and again, it's a moving target. Like mm-hmm. where we reside on the political spectrum, to me, is not a static thing. But within mm-hmm. our current climate, I'm a leftist individual, and I see, I don't see an issue with empowering that type of mindset that we right. Yeah, we'll we'll enact this legislation, but then we also need to put protections in place so that there are incentives like. We'll say regarding housing, and we were talking about gentrification just before that. Making it an a, a community has a vested interest in facilitating social programs in order to remedy um, social issues, instead of putting that money into um, a penal system, mm-hmm. because that's really what happens. You can either put money in social programs and yeah. eliminate a lot of those social issues, yeah, or you can pour money into yeah, processing people in a system. Sure. The municipality makes a lot of money over people getting arrested for any number of things. Sure. Yeah. Um, 
But that's the only thing I can fathom yeah. is that <clears throat> a, an establishment Democrat, a a centrist, would not want to in any way consign power further to the left, and that's really what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's well, that's well said. For, Thank you. For me, I think I I don't think that, or I like to think that maybe the reason why they voted against it is because I don't believe that fairness exists anywhere in the world. I think that specifically I have gotten to where I am in life because it wasn't fair. I've I'm the way I am because people were racist to me or they treated us unfairly or because we didn't have the opportunities that other people had. And I think that that did a lot to to build character. I know that it hurts, you know, that some people don't make it out of that. But the one thing that I've learned about life is that it it is a constant competition. There's always a battle that's well, happening all the time. You and I were talking adversity. Yes. It, it, it spurns ingenuity yes. and, nothing, and progress. Nothing good has ever come from comfort. That, that's absolutely true. And, that and is the, absolutely true. The other thing, too, is that the way that the unfortunate way that this world works is that you are judged by what you do, not what you think. That's just how it is. So there are racist motherfuckers out there that or are doing massive do. things for, or what you don't do. Yeah. There's companies like Apple doing massive things on the backs of, you know, people b- being paid nothing in these foreign countries. There's Nike that's doing massive things for, for, uh, for Colin Kaepernick, for everyone like that talking about this stuff, but it's being done on the backs of little Chinese children. Well, and Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan pouring money into exactly. private prisons while exactly. simultaneously selling Jordans nonstop. Exactly. So there's you know there's stuff like that 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 <coughs> is that comes into play in my head, and and I think that we that it's not so much about life being unfair or unequal i think we just have a very skewed view of what fairness is well so really where we're at Mm -hmm. you and i the debate is how much adversity is necessary to Mm -hmm. facilitate growth yes but not stifle but not stifle that's why that's why i think i've always had been like in the middle on this or had some sort of conflict i've never spent the energy to address because i come from that background and I certainly philosophically don't believe there's anything in fairness, but for some reason, I think it's because I know what I know exactly what it's like to be one of the people you help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to respond to the issue with philosophical pronouncement. You know, sure. for some reason, I don't, maybe that's just not smart. But for some reason, I just don't want to approach it that way. So the question becomes: Can you help people where they need to be helped uh, in a way that doesn't? Um, cause a, a snowball effect or doesn't doesn't break their humanity or their ability to grow and get better, sure. you know? Yeah. And and can you in single legislation um consider and address all those moving parts that you that, just described? But I think the very can problem it? is legislation. Yeah. Why are we putting yeah. our morals, why are we putting yeah. the, the our our proclivity to not be assholes to people and why are we putting that in the power of these five motherfuckers we don't even know? Yeah. Like I I don't give a shit about any of those people up there I, on the I, stance and I'm still going to treat people fine. Yeah. What I've said before is that we need to create a town where there are more opportunities for people to to 
to buy a house or something like that and then rent it out to whoever the fuck you want. And, and you know, so we're not having to worry about those people. So if there's that racist business owner, I, I am not, I can't in good conscience attack their beliefs because mm-hmm. if you believe that gay people are wrong or whatever, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and try and make you different. I will do everything I can to be better than you. So uh, what I would do is create housing. If you're a landlord, I'll create housing where I'm, I proudly say I'm for everyone. If I'm a restaurateur or whatever, I'd have, I'd have everything proclaiming, look, we serve everyone. We love everyone. And I want to hurt people in their wallet because they don't give a fuck about anyone's morals. But when you start hitting their wallet, that's when they start to worry. Uh, maybe I should make some changes. I might, I might kind of assert that one of the reasons why the media has been perceived over the past number of decades as left leaning sure and education has been looked at as left leaning universities and stuff and awareness regarding these social issues again is the system trying to fucking maintain itself sure because the media is reporting on these social disparities and then there is money there's a vested interest in maintaining you Mm. know that cash flow or that social control so there's going to be a campaign against that in some way, and I think that that very much represents that. When the media reports on social disparity of these people that we should be hurting in yeah. their pockets, Nike, um, Wendy's, fucking mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, man. Honestly, not. there is an active campaign always mm-hmm. to not look at the media anymore as being meaningfully unbiased. It's always looked at as left-leaning. Yeah. Universities, people come fresh out of a university and are overwhelmingly left-leaning because of the things that they've been exposed to. And they want to want to say that it's brainwashing. When in reality, again, I feel like that that's just representative of the push of the system maintaining itself. Sure. But what the fuck do I know? Yeah. I'm out here in these streets, though. I'll tell you <laughs> that. And that's something that has really helped me regarding perspective sure is anytime within a given context i like to think that i worked for what i had Mm -hmm. but after being exposed to really people that have had the deck absolutely stacked against them sure absolutely motherfucker like in big ways and they're still they still have a semi-positive attitude and they still kick in so and they that, still, like, you know, they're battling a lot of times physical and, and mental illness. And they still out here and they're not really complaining and shit. So, and, and, I think, and I think that I'm where I'm at because of hard work. I'm, I'm privileged. Yeah. But and, I think that the same thing that you had just said about those people who, despite stuff going on, they still kind of, they still push on. I think that one of the things there is that a lot of us get hung up and how the world should work rather than how the world does work. And and I think that the people who understand how the world does work, they see that mindset. They've got it and they're just like, yeah, this is where this is where I am right now and they bust their ass or they continue they find ways to to find happiness or they come out of it. I feel like everyone has I think there is there's a reason why we all have different starting points and stuff like that. 
because I don't, I don't believe in reasons for things. Sure. Personally, okay. I, I don't. I don't believe in reasons. I think we create meaning as we yeah. go along. I think us as sentient, self-aware beings create meaning in order to maintain our sanity. I think yeah. it's just a biological imperative. But um, that's the thing. Is again, we're talking about at what point do we are we facilitating versus enabling? And I think if we can maintain a certain level of care regarding our citizenry, that person that didn't, I, you, I, I can't sit here and see some of the shit that I see and say there's a reason for it because that's fucked up. Sure. I see, no, I no, I, I see, agree. I, I, see, I can agree with I that. I see some awful things and there ain't no reason for it. There's yeah. We can absolutely fix this. We've got the money to fix it. It just needs to be allocated to it. At what point does it is it going to make us fat and fucking lazy as a society to where we're not motivated to create more and be more? And at what point is it stifling? And like I said, imagine some of these people that are in compromised positions. Some of them, if they had been given half a chance, could have cured fucking cancer. Sure. But they were never given a fucking active bid at, at normal life, whatever that means. You but know? I don't think that the change could be... I don't think that the change is sustainable if it's and I'm doing air quotes forced upon you by, uh, by five, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, city commissioners. Do you see what I'm saying? I think that it has to start from, it has to start from more grassroots because I think that something like that is, and it needs to spread like a wildfire because that's, that's in my opinion is how things happen with like civil rights is that it started grassroots and then you start seeing white people jumping in on the thing and then everyone is just like okay we need to do something together you well, know and, and to be quite honest with you like i'm i'm friends with quite a few people that are actively involved in the push to enact this type of yeah. legislation and it is very grassroots would it's you super say duper. yeah bowling green's got this duality bowling green has the and and there's something romantic and dope about the small town, like late '80s sitcom kind of environment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, but there's that duality between them trying to maintain that, um, and us turning into something else. And that's just kind of what's going to happen. That's a natural thing. Is conservation of that's what conservatives versus progressives. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. conservation of you know, traditional values and mindsets and the system running the way it's supposed to air quotes and making incremental social progress. Mm -hmm. I would say, and I don't know as much, I, I'm not in Nashville very much, but I would imagine that Nashville is kind of similar that it's got that duality, like that old, oh, yeah. like Dixieland oh, yeah. kind of mindset. And then the progressive mindset. Oh yeah. And the, the Dixieland is at least on the face of things losing quickly. But um, it's so interesting because it's just maybe like what's happening in Bowling Green or happening in other parts of the country, but it's pronounced because of the speed of the city's growth. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be the same dynamic, but it's pronounced. It's, it ended up being capital that's pushing both things to the surface, the realization, right? Yeah. It's making both uh, things get more attention. Yeah. Well, like the gentrification's happening. And that's because people want to be in that cool place, you know. It's a commodity. And the, and existing yeah, there's a yeah, commodity. Yeah, existing there's a commodity. Very well said. Then, then that gets people displaced, and so they have their problems where they get displaced at, and they'll they'll shut down the freeway or something. And but it's it's funny. It seems like the centerpiece is um, capital. Sure. You know, it seems Damn, like capital. I didn't even and, think about that. And shit. capital and where to allocate it. Is that well, well. 
I don't know, man. Political power. That's what I, it translates to, capital and political power. Yeah, kinda... it's, it, seems, it seems like um, I'm trying to connect a few things. I, I want you to un- unwrap what you're saying about the college too, Chris, because I, I'm, I'm of the mind that it's that that's not scalable and we've reached its limits. We're starting to see it. You know, the the other posture, the one that you describe a little bit, mm-hmm. but you describe it in like sort of a, a, a individual perspective. But I think that we've been doing that long enough that we're starting to see the limits of it already. So you get little little bubbles or little echoes of uh, legislations like this that at first thought I feel the same way. I know philosophically it, it doesn't work. And maybe in some other ways it doesn't work. You're but saying you feel the same way as far as which well, thing? Well, that, that you can't make people treat people fairly. I don't think that fairness can be um I don't think it can be way. quantified. It, like, it yeah. just it, it can't. Yeah, but I think that it's like this. I think that for human beings, fairness, whatever idea concept you're talking about, it, it comes from a thought, right? And the kind of thought that it comes from that we're the only creatures capable of it. We're the only creatures capable of scaling it that way. So if you're going to entertain one, you need to entertain the one that's most scalable and not destructive. And I think that's just because we had to compete for resources at one time. When you get the resource problem solved, then then it's not it's not maximum human potential to con- continue to entertain it, it'll collapse that. prosperity yeah, yeah, ends up yeah, and collapse yeah eventually. yeah it's, it, it seems like because we're the only creatures that can do that that can set the system to, um on its own and then correct it i started re-watching star trek next generation mm-hmm. on netflix just for background noise and you pay attention to little things you didn't know when you're a kid but they've it's got dope this ass bla- background noise too <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it great is. like when you're studying it like i'm yeah. coding or something i just watch star it ain't you don't have to pay a ton of attention to it but it's not distracting. And Patrick yeah. Stewart's soothing. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah, right yeah. Captain's like a, Log. A, a, yeah, Captain's Log. Yeah, yeah. And it's always something fun and philosophical, you know. It um, and yo and babes get slayed, man. Like it's so <laughs> it's so open and liberal about yeah, that that they solve those problems. Yeah, there's no diseases and stuff. Like an alien might get you. Yeah, you might have to go through an episode to get that fixed. Like some alien that wants yeah. to know what it's like to but be But there's human. some baddies, though. There's some baddies. And they can just like <laughs> show up on the ship and say, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't realize when I was a kid watching it that they had solved resources. That's why yeah. they explore. Mm-hmm. There's no more material problems. And sometimes Picard has to tell people that. If he runs into someone that's wanting to, they're having a way, he's like, yo, we don't, we don't have a resource issue anymore. On Earth, it's, it's it. We go around exploring, and people are like, "Well, what do you live for? Like, what? Like, what's your job to live?" And it kind of reminds me of that. I think human beings are the only uh, we have the only creatures capable of that. So maybe that's why I lean that way mm-hmm. a little bit. And we're we're seeing the limits of one phase. Maybe it goes in cycles. Maybe it's a pendulum. I don't sure. know. But we're we've definitely are seeing the limits of one phase of um, creating results for ourselves. So. What's gotta, the resource the, the, that we're in? Com- we got to turn our focus away from Earth, and there, and we were we were really looking away from Earth mm-hmm. decades ago. And yes. we've gotten away mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. Now I will say that. Wh- wait, wait, go go deeper into that. Well, he he was talking. Yeah, about I, that, I know, but I didn't know if you were explore. taking like a deeper well, level. Like, yeah, honestly, I, I was I, hoping you're thinking like metaphysical or something like that, well, or that, spiritual, that, or well, whatever to, you want to call it. To be quite honest with you, that is the logic behind it is that if we meet everybody's basic needs, then that frees us up to turn our attention towards I knew he'd get larger things. Larger fucking things. That's it. So so I'm a property owner, 
And I've got this noble, once noble idea about individual property rights and what I can do. And I can extend my sensibilities into that. If I don't like it, I don't have to rent to you. Then after a while, it's, it gets to where it doesn't work, yeah. right? Because if you're taking care of each other, you're going to probably multiply more or something mm-hmm. like yeah. we have now. And now you've got enough human beings to where that, that, that one thing that you competed for has to be solved basically for everyone. That, like you shouldn't have to compete for water for basic shelter and for basic capacity to do your gardening and stuff. I ain't saying you need Publix and yeah. Trader Joe's, yeah. but you need enough land to garden for yourself. We, we got to go ahead and grow up and get those knocked out. And we, we're close to the energy one. Mm-hmm. You know, you should have a basic solar setup. Sure. And I'm not trying to be too, you know, uh, utopian there, but I just feel like that's not asking for much today, right? And wind power, you can, yeah. you know, th- yeah. th- that, yeah. that is a meaningful threat. That shit threat. got so- solved a long ass time but, ago. <laughs> but again, it's, yeah. it's the status quo kicking yes. and fucking screaming. It's, yes. it's the fossil fuels industry and it's death that's rows. Right. That's right. That's that, that's right. That's what I wanted you to say. You 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 kept talking up to it, but you, you were doing good at not showing like what you're, I was wondering if that's what you were speaking to. Because yeah. that's how I feel in my third thought, you know, mm-hmm. at first I feel that way. Then I feel like, man, maybe it's because of the way I came up that I, you know, you should help people out. And then my final thought is that, and I've been like that for a long time. This is not something, a topic I've given a lot of, because I feel like I need more information. Yeah. Sometimes, but you know, what is the resource that people want by, by with this fairness ordinance, but mm-hmm. with fairness in any city, Yeah. what is the I've resource that you want? Yeah. I've heard it called thriving. Okay. I've I've heard it called thriving. When 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 you're thriving, you're getting the maximum amount of flourishing existing for the the amount of effort you put in to survive, right? Okay. So And we as human beings can work that ratio really quickly. We can see when I'm busting my butt too hard for twenty nineteen. You know, it's yeah. just too hard yeah. for twenty nineteen when, you know, someone just literally not even a mile from me is living like a prince. They don't yeah. owe it to me. But inevitably, because when I drop down from level 10 humanity to level 7 because of my circumstances, now the way I interface with my environment, which includes other human beings, is going to be less than optimal. So the, 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 the human being living at level 10, it's in their best interest. And here's why it is metaphysically mm-hmm. to go there. Because, sorry to say it this early in the podcast, it's because we're all one, man. We're one organism. That's the reason yeah. why you can't yeah. get away with it. Yeah. You can't let your pinky toe get gangrene. You don't have any need for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could chop it off if it was giving you trouble. But if you dis- but if you disregard it, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a blood infection. That's why. it's We're going, we're, we're going in purely pragmatic and intellectual systems and ideas that we've got really good at and we're reaching the limit of those and it's forcing us to consider so and i want to play it, it, it to me it's it's whether we decide to be um an invasive fucking species for our own this is our house that we shit sure. in or if we want to be shepherds for yeah. the fucking not only our little rock and then hopefully cuz again if if our species is and i know it's we talking billions of years yeah. but uh hypothetically if our species is to carry on we got to look past earth eventually yeah and i know that we we're going down a rabbit hole with well this here's shit, the thing if our real. species is to carry on socially what's the one thing we've got to look past we've said it before it's dogma and i think it's the dogma that people that's what i think is the underlying thing that is getting protected for why people are saying no 
to this fairness thing because I, we said I said it before this podcast that it's for some of these people who are definitely against uh, things when it comes down to LGBT communities, right? P- racist people will give they'll give other races a pass. They will, but when it comes down to something where they've grown up their life being told that gay people or any of the other things are morally wrong. Mm-hmm. That's or, where, or less than, or or lesser than, yes. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes a life and death thing. And so, what I feel, what I wonder, is if these people in power are trying to. They're saying, "I don't want to. I I cannot encroach upon something like that." Those same people shouldn't be left behind in the same sense that the you know non-whites and LGBT or low SES and all these people shouldn't be left behind. They should still be brought up together and maybe there's a different a better way to 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 fix this rather than saying hey you have to this has to be set this way at the expense of these people you know wondering you know and i know listen if you if you're against gay people gay people aren't going to come into your restaurant and start fucking you know what i'm saying like that stuff's not going to happen yeah that yeah i see what you're saying like so, I'm trying, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, right? And that's, that's that's what I want us to. Yeah, that's be able that's unpack. useful though because that makes me think a little bit about it, think a little bit more about it. One thing gives you like you have you have the capacity to multiply your efforts due to the concerted efforts of humanity. Yes. Now you have a responsibility when you get there, mm-hmm. being a landlord. There and, it is, and packaging yeah. that, yeah. and being able to. Um, participate in commerce is the privilege that you got collectively it all it's already agreement we agreed not to rob each other we agreed to participate in commerce your business your responsibility is to your next thing to do is to sacrifice whichever perspective you hold that castrates that yes and what happens is when you say no i won't rent rent to a gay or lesbian person it's not the same as saying it's not equal. It's not saying like, no, you can't hold that dogma. You see yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's where I land on that. Does that make sense? Like, say say that one more time. You can't hold that dogma because I think that it's that dogma that's what prevents them from renting to or or serving the gay oh. or the lesbian or the transvestite. Well, it, or, I think you know I think we're I think we're looking at human nature in very laissez-faire kind of terms here. Okay. Like as far as that's concerned, because. Mm-hmm. I think, like he said, I think it comes down to responsibility when you're in a position of, I won't even say necessarily authority, but you're in a position to facilitate or you're in a position to prey upon your fellow human beings. Yeah. You, did, you did You did it again. Thank you. That's that, it. But, that's, but it's, it's that very said. responsibility is why mm-hmm. I think that these people need to let, like, mm-hmm. let go of that dogma that they have. I think that oh. the responsible thing is to be like, look, I cannot... Like I can't answer for your religious thing. That's between you and yeah. that's between you, you and your God. Are you, are you playing devil's advocate for shop owner now who won't? Yes. Who won't bathe the cat? Okay, I thought I, I'm you playing were devil's advocate that. for the for the for the mm-hmm. uh, for the, the city that, commissioners who yeah. deregulation yeah. really like he he's he's deregulatory and I'm more regulatory. Yes. Is okay. kind of where so. we're at. Okay. Okay. I didn't see how that was in defense of. Uh, I'm saying that they, well, I think the easiest way to protect all of them is to deregulate it. Is in my opinion, is to say like mm-hmm. this: this is not, this is not, this shouldn't be something that we have to. Okay, got you. I to be that doing. Part. It should be something that you have to make peace within on your own. All right, cool, G- great. So we don't, and that's ignoring the pinky toe to me because 
Okay, what you okay. still left with the capacity to multiply damage. You're still sure. left with that capacity. Okay. That's why it's tricky. I don't know what to do, yeah. but you still haven't addressed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, five guys shouldn't be deciding who I can rent to. Yeah. However, the privilege to rent and earn money off that is not mine alone. I didn't just go to like dropped on the middle of the woods and built a log cabin mm-hmm. and then started renting out. It ain't like that. It took a lot of shit for us to get here. So being a a, a rent a renter, a property owner, it's a privilege that you don't it's not all yours. Yeah. It's not all yours, man, because the resource you're talking about is not all yours. The planet's not all yours. I don't even have to go that, to that extent mm-hmm. to show how you can still, you can multiply damage, but you still haven't had an equal measure of a balance for that, for responsibility to your um, your environment, which Yo. includes other human hmm. human beings, and, and that, therefore regulation. And, and, and that that is an excellent point. That's and beautiful, it, it actually. Make, yes, yeah. and that makes me think of... The idea, and it's not really ever addressed in a meaningful way that, you know, we talk about hoarding and accruing things mm-hmm. that, that really you can't ever utilize. You just, uh, yeah. doomsday preppers, hoarders, like people just accrue this stuff. That translates to capital as well. Oh, there yeah. Is, and, oh, yeah. And there is a facet of society that is honest to God, born, bred, and socialized to accrue mm-hmm. what amounts to power. Yes. We'll say money goes to capital, goes to power. Mm-hmm. They will never be able to spend all that money if they spent, you know, millions mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. in their lifetime. In many, mm-hmm. in, in many uh, cases, but it's we cannot make the assumption as I, I know that there is a noble philosophical element and like a beauty, and we like to assign these narrative values to things. But at the end of the day, we are just like little fucking protoplasms walking around on a stone, yeah. Yeah, thinking highly of ourselves. Yeah, we are. So some of these little protoplasms that get out of pocket sometimes, and they get too much power. Mm-hmm. We have to have fail safes in the system mm-hmm. that prevent that pinky toe, that gangrenous pinky toe, mm-hmm. from spreading and causing sepsis, because mm-hmm. sure. it will. But I think it's a meaningful point, and and it's the Achilles' heel to my point for him to say that proliferation ends up in collapse at a certain point. That's the natural cycle of life. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's the, I think for me, the, the uh, intellectual hint, I, th- I spoke about this last time I was here. It's like, if you just play it out, it's not hard to, we even got historical examples of it, you know, opulence and then collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. If you play it out, you'll see nature checks you every time. And if those protoplasms get out of line, if one of them is whatever, doing something that doesn't support the whole, a glob of gook that they are on that stone, then the environment they exist in will check them and balance. It's right, like right. an immune system. Y- yeah, it immune. always happens. So you know. So what's going to check and balance our, our society? Fucking environment. Is yeah, the uh-huh. first thing. A- absolutely. Our but in 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 reference to what we're talking about here, okay. for fairness, we're we're talking about protections of all these different communities in in every city in the United States. When mm-hmm. when is the the checking and balancing going to happen? Well, what would that look like? Again, I think I think that this is all interrelated. I think every okay. bit of this is interrelated. Like I said, that 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 legislation in an, on a one to one enacting that legislation may not be the most meaningful thing in the world, but it shares a border with maybe five other pieces of legislation like uh, recycling. Like when I spent time in motherfucking Germany, it became so normative to have a recycling bin mm-hmm. that is the size of our trash cans and have a uh like a, a compost heap outside mm-hmm. and then an actual trash can the size of our recycling bins here yeah. i'm like yeah. when i spent time there i'm like why in the fuck can we not do this here yeah. like yeah the, the answer is we can 
but we have to shift power yes. politically into the hands yep. of people that will enact and check that type of shit. Yeah. Like if you looked at Fanta bottles, Fanta's mm-hmm. the big thing in Germany. Everybody drinks mm-hmm. orange Fanta. Like orange soda's just where it's at. Two yeah. turntables and a microphone. <laughs> but the motherfucking plastic bottles are like, I'll say four or five times as thick. Yeah. Because they're meant to be recycled and used and you put them in these depositories and they're worth fucking money. So like anybody that's right. this hard up when that's they're right. going and scrounging, if that's you right. if you throw away that Fanta bottle instead of yeah. recycling that yeah. shit, mm-hmm. yeah. homeboy can benefit off of yeah. that kind of stuff. That's right. Freakonomics mm-hmm. Radio always uh, makes that point. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but it was one of the things that stuck with me from when I used to listen to is that that primate part of us that takes a little force and effort to correct when you've got a bad habit or a habit whose scale has expired. Uh, incentives work really well. I would wear out that Speedway card. Just because those points, I never used them. Yeah, I'm. Like, kind of, but, but I, it I'm works. preparing for like yeah. the gas apocalypse. Yeah, I had a bag I, yeah. Twins. bro. Yeah. Straight up, I have like almost sixty thousand points. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, la- the last time I looked before I moved national, I had seventy k. Yeah, see, it's, I, mean, it's, yeah. I didn't know what to do with them. But um, um, so many yeah, incentives yeah. work. So if we're smart, then go ahead and recognize that part of our. Uh, of our um, makeup and incentivize in a way to kind of put us back on a corrective course, right? And then it'll be all right. We'll, we'll be better. We'll be better off. How do we incentivize we can, change for for place for communities where this kind of stuff is happening? Well, you can do the tax breaks and stuff. That's tax breaks that, for letting gay people eat at your restaurant or well, something. I don't know. I, I guess tax breaks for stupid. not being racist. No, well, for for it for publicly for publicly endorsing certain initiatives because mm. let me tell you the deregulation does that i don't they believe anyone's moral should ever be taxed or on de-re- deregulation there's so much money in these enormous industries poured into political campaigns to keep things deregulated sure that that's very telling to me because it's a small number of people that hold all that capital mm-hmm why why would they do that cuz they want right. to keep it. It, right. it it's not because they they don't give a fuck there's no vested interest in yeah. them and and you know yeah. what the collapse won't affect them either and yeah. i think honestly to a degree i think that there there might be kind of an acknowledgement that the collapse is inevitable but a few people will survive and those few people or those few you know tens mm. of thousands or yeah, yeah, hundreds yeah. of thousands of opulent individuals that have these fucking shelters and have mm-hmm. resources accrued will carry on. Yeah. And there are enough experts and whatever for the human race to again, proliferate, even if collapse is inevitable. But yeah. there, I, I feel like current legislation on a macro level is intended to honestly accelerate collapse. That's yeah. what we, we're heading towards. And the environmental collapse is the first thing. Coastal cities is mm-hmm. where we're going to see it. And you know, what's also fucking hilarious you know who lives in coastal cities? The reason why people parade the electoral college around? Mm. The most influential counties in the fucking United States yep. are right on, the, on coast. the coast. Yeah. And they're going to be goddamn decimated in the next few decades. Yeah. Those well, people are going to be displaced. Yeah. They're not going to be just geographically displaced. Mm. They're going to be politically displaced. Politically displaced. Yeah. I, I, I think, though, that at the very core of this change that we all want. I feel like it's fair to say that if we feel that 
it, it's in, inescapable this power that is at you know uh, those positions of the uh, different. Uh, I keep forgetting the city commissioners and stuff like that. It's safe to say that there is that people should be voting. People oh, should be going out and voting. And, and so and the thing that's that we an excellent point. The thing that we talked about before is that the very like I had said the very people that are t- are up in arms about these things not working a lot of them didn't vote but you brought a really good point saying those people probably voted but it's their sympathizers that didn't It's the vote. ones that are throwing likes? Yes. Like like honest to god like it is it's just a little neurotransmitter it elicits yeah. a little neurotransmitter when response. You, when you hit that like button. When you button. hit that like button you're like I yeah. did a thing. I did that, a thing. That's what our mind does. Yeah, but it the actual to- thing you should be doing is getting up at six in the morning, going yeah. to the voting thing, and you go oh, and yeah. make the change that you actually want. There's no reason that these same people, these same people, continue to take this, uh, take the same positions. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Well, and, and- that's the stuff that that blows my mind. They keep bringing this fairness ordinance up. The fuck did you think was going to happen? And it's interesting by very by very. The nature of the beast is that conservative values inherently instill a, whether it be bad, good, indifferent, a duty to go and vote. Yeah. Uh, progressive right or left wing values. They, they, like, it they, doesn't they matter. Foster, They're above they foster, it. Yeah, they foster fucking apathy in many, yeah. in many cases. Yeah, yeah. and and I'm all yeah, and, and I'm leftist. Currently, yeah. I'm fucking within this paradigm. I'm yeah. leftist as fuck, but. That's uh, something really, God, really interesting. That's, that's one of the most toxic elements yeah. of the left. Yeah, and I, and I, don't, I think it's um, not a surprise that it comes from conservatives, too, that you have a, a bit more of a culture of responsibility to vote because I think it's that mentality and that um, collection of humanity that's driven the most recent you know, development in this part of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are they have made abstractions out of those realities that they accept and that's competition for resources. Yeah. And you know, working in a corporate place is to me an abstraction of fighting for the resources out in the woods somewhere, you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. true. And, and so therefore voting is a further extraction of settling our power and so they're married to it more, and, yeah, that's and it, very... ma- it makes sense because it's actually their it's their protracted yeah protracted idea people it's funny. that way i'm picturing like quantifying this and like yes. looking at it yeah. almost yeah. it's like a petri dish and you see yes. like bacteria yes. spreading and, yeah. Yeah. and it, that video it encounters sport. some sort of mm-hmm. mitigating factor at a certain yeah. point that's i don't right. know what that's right what a uh, psychologist it was that said it I, I, was it jordan Peach? even i don't remember who it was. the edges of the dish we're gonna have an episode oh yeah i'm down with that but the dish they they said that progressives are they lean on more of the creative side yeah and they're all about the, and it sort of makes you understand why a lot of progressives are above politics right they're more centered on creation mm-hmm. and coming up with different ideas but and they're student cer- fucking loan debt yeah it's student loan debt. <laughs> like, but but they said that conservatives That's a ball are chain. they're about like political running control stuff. element too. They're about man- like managing. So they say that in mm. in organizations, the progressive people are the ones that are coming up with ideas. Oh yeah. But it's the conservatives that are putting them to action. Absolutely. But part of that this mindset when you take it on a communal level is that progressives are going to be above voting. They're going to be trying to solve the problems in their mm-hmm. community, but they don't realize that this is that's a necessary evil 
to take mm-hmm. on that because they they may attach the voting part mm-hmm. to, to corruption. What's the point of voting? It's mm-hmm. it's bad. It's not going to serve us anything. So they're always going to be like against it. Yep. But that very thing, when it comes time to make a change, you can't think and love your way into some change happening. You've yeah. got to vote your way into that point. happening. And something else, like un, under a predatory system, again, sure. under a predatory system where we've made the acknowledgement that you know there's going to always be a conservative bid to maintain itself just look at student loan debt and you look at how that correlates mm-hmm. if we're just looking at statistically how student loan debt correlates with political leaning i'm sure it's going to correlate immensely with left leaning yeah it is yes um and again the the whole notion that a college education makes you left leaning and universities brainwash students but student loan debt in and of itself has become such a profound tether. It's a ball and chain for an individual. Mm-hmm. It, you are struggling to fucking survive. In many cases, I know people that owe a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and work. They might make fourteen dollars an hour or some shit. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, don't how, go to a private school how, to major you, in but, like drawing. I'm sorry, but, dude. No, no. Like, but that's not that's not the thing. It's it's there again. There's a there, people figured some shit out, and good and good on them. I mean, the bad motherfuckers for figuring this out yeah. that we can inflate prices. This cultural value system mm-hmm. is going to instill this in these people, and they're going to go. You know who doesn't have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt and is untethered and free and sees the welder? <laughs> yeah, but they, the, but but Pete yeah. Game, but Pete Game that insulates you absolutely. That it that. Does. that being released from that tether, the political conservative political system maintaining itself mm-hmm. doesn't see that individual as a threat. You let that dog run free. Yeah, that dog is going to vote for you too. Yep, and they're going to keep welding. And they're going to keep <laughs> fucking welding. Yes, they're going to keep fucking welding. Yeah, but you better put a fucking chain. Yeah, on all the put a chain on the person on, yeah. on the statistician. Yeah. Put a fucking chain on the statistician because the statistician has figured out social disparity. Yeah. And the statistician's going to be like, wait a minute, I think that all people should have these kind of rights. Yes. The welder may believe it, but they're just like, I'm still getting my check. I'm still able, as long as I'm able to and do I work this hard. thing, I and work hard. And I work hard. hard for this. And yeah. you do work hard. They'll sacrifice they all their morals for the fact that they work hard, they get paid, but that, and all that, that stuff. That adage, and then again, you, you see an active bid to pit struggling people against other struggling people. Mm-hmm. There's, the, bro. The Wizard of Oz is in full effect on this motherfucker. I'm so surprised to see you describe that. I don't know if that's a position like that you hold as a reality. You do you think that's how it is? I, I think it, I don't believe in the causation element of it. Yeah, I believe in the correlational element. I think Very well. there might be an ex post facto. It's just the trend. It's yeah. what has occurred. And yeah, it's, and it's snowballed wow. again. Wow. It's yeah. spread on that petri wow. dish. Yeah. Hmm. That's not that's not much unlike the the way I see things. I come at it a different angle, you know. I I have, have to walk it back to that, you know. Well, I and I honestly I don't know yeah. if I would even it, it, like when we first started talking about this. I yeah. don't even know if I would have had that idea in my that, head. That's, that's why, why it's so yeah, important to yeah, unpack. Yeah, it yes, sure. exactly. That's why I knew that's just one of those things. I feel. it's a lot. It's probably because of what you're saying. All of those things are a factor, you know. All of those things true. Because which one is it? Is is the system deliberately 
protect yourself or is that the effect of systems? It, it is the, the effect of systems. That, 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 they, that they protect themselves, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you, you, we're, we're, we're in technology. Like, yeah. the system is designed to protect itself. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always going to do that the yeah. entire time. Yeah. And, one, and, one can't help but uh, attribute agency, but it's not necessarily there. <laughs> you absolutely. know, in an anthropomorphic sense. It's, it's, it's just what it, how the system's work. It, it's relative. Relativity. Yeah. Honestly, and then we'll go down, we're going down this fucking rabbit hole, but it really does apply to, like, relativity across the fucking board because even if you look at how you experience the world mm, yeah. and i always think about it at the weirdest fucking time it's when i when i scan my credit card at like a gas station or something how you experience the world is not you're living in the past you're always living in the past because you're only as good as you can respond to stimuli and we don't immediately air quotes respond to stimuli so mm. the even your your visual perception of the moment it says insert or remove credit card or whatever. Mm-hmm. I am cognizant of the fact that when I see that pop up on the screen, it had already popped up on the screen prior to that. So we are living the yeah. result of something else. Yeah. Mm. All the time. Yeah. That's Christian Marty. That's Jiddu. <laughs> that's that's yeah. very yeah. Jiddu. Yeah. 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 He, he, um, yeah. It's spooky too, but it, it's, it's, pro- it's profound. I was just thinking like when we talked about systems, how ma- a maple tree the will, if it get if it grows and flourishes, um, it'll collect water with its leaves. You know, if it rains, it has to water. But the leaves help it from drowning, so the water won't puddle up too much. It'll hit the soil and eventually make it to the roots, right? So the leaves are doing that work for it, and mm-hmm. they collect the sunlight too. But the shade prevents another tree from growing from right growing there in the same spot. It. But the maple tree is not thinking I'm taking out all other trees. It's just responding. Yeah. It's the yeah. So um, let's yeah. equate that to, to housing. <laughs> let's equate that to our, our society yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you, would you, you say well, that it's, the, it's the, simpler than that? You're gonna run out of space. Okay. You you can't you will you will you will drop down a tier or two or few from the optimal what we all might agree I hope is optimal hum, humanity potential right not in some romantic way but in the simplest of ways just thriving right living with the what's minimal, thriving to you living with the minimal amount of suffering for the amount of experience you get the problem with that is that no one has the same definition of that everyone will try to frame themselves mm-hmm. they fairness is always going to be according to me well, yeah well i think i think yeah i think it's always in flux but i also think it's always it's easy to measure i don't think you it's think? impossible yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think if it was easy it's not, it's not the worst it's not the worst yeah it's not the worst math equation we've Food, done harder ones clean to water, measure housing things. yeah um medical care yeah education yeah and, capacity. and then society fucking flourishes yeah. but if it yeah. was easy to measure why why is there a problem with it right well, now well, like he said eventual collapse and the united states is a consumerist culture too uh-huh. we produce yeah. a lot of extra yeah. shit we produce a lot of waste yeah you said it i think that as i said before we're the only creatures that i can tell that can that can be our own environment you start off every creature does i like to try to do, do that reductio no that primeval reductio okay. just pretend i'm like in the middle of a desert with nothing you know and then what do i care about you know then yeah. how what do i think about housing and all that stuff and you can see how it scales up and gets complicated and then collapses then it gets good again you know we have to cooperate for a little while and then we get good enough because of agriculture that you can have um nuclear families and Mm -hmm. one farm you know you can do you can do that for a little while and then you start having people encroaching on each other's Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. then you do that for a little while and you get a country I, i can just see it and so what gets interesting is because our capacities to take our experiences remember them 
and and create um, from thoughts, we can create uh, ideas, and from ideas, we can get concepts, right? From concepts, we can get systems and then institutions, right? But they're all thoughts, and so they're in flux because the thoughts are always only as good as the context they exist in. Sure. And the context is the environment. All right, we can measure that pretty well right now. Here's what happens. When you get to where you can create those abstractions and multiply them, you become your own environment, mm. and we're the only creatures who can do that. Um, if you find some other creatures that have like a, that sort of, you know, whether they call it eco ecology or whatever they call it, e- the, the balance, the biological, like swamps and stuff. Oh, what um, they call that eco something, you know, ecosystems. Is yeah. it ecosystems? Is it, I mean, I might have been looking for a fancier word and I didn't need to, but yeah, just like when when you have a, you know, the, like you you kill the tadpole, whatever, you know, mess up the whole swamp, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Every creature that I know of, none of them can do it like we can. Sure. We can totally make artificial ones. We can reset it. We can go slow. We can go fast. We're the only creature that can do that. So the thing we are missing is a consistent check and balances. And we got to make it for ourselves. Yeah. Or the environment will do it and it'll always be too late. How, right? how would you see the environment checking and balancing a place like Bowling Green or Nashville or some mm-hmm. big city in Texas or Atlanta when there's stuff like that happening? How well, do you see easy. nature coming into play and saying, like, look, if you guys don't like these people for their beliefs or whatever, uh-huh. where is nature going to come in well, and check it's out? artificial. It's, 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 it is created. Like, sure. like, the social climate is manufactured to some degree. I, I feel like and, and influencers. I, I keep seeing this shit on, like, Instagram. Like, the people that are... Uh, whether yeah. they got that, that blue little deal the next verified. To it. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, they're, they're called, like, influencers. Yeah, or yeah that, that's wild. Followers. Yeah, that's but dangerous as fuck is yes, what it is, dude. <laughs> you shouldn't be influencing anything. Well, and, 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 I'm gonna show you an influencer at my job. Keep talking. But, <laughs> but really, like, these these influential individuals, they, they, are, they are pushing... Uh, social policy, mm-hmm. and when I, and I'm not talking about Instagram type people. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, within yeah. our communities. Sure. They are actively pushing for that, and there is a there is a social disparity between that where you really have money going up against people. Hmm. You have numbers going up against. Well, it's numbers. It's numbers of votes versus capital that's poured into actively working against it. And I would have a lot of truck. With what you're saying and the ideas that that you're really putting out there, mm-hmm. if I didn't see this active bid to denigrate the other side, and, and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, uh, the establishment on both sides, I guess you would say, uh, tries to shit on the other side. Oh yeah, but ultimately the establishment is the establishment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then there are people that are very predatory on one end and then there are people that are very cooperative almost militantly communal on the other end like look we have to implement this to protect these people and we have to do it this way um but then amongst those people there are folks like you and I where you are you know let's let's deregulate because if you free me up then I'll be free to create I'm yeah. and I'm an influencer. Sure. If you free me up, I'm free to create. That's Reaganomics. Mm-hmm. That's trickle down economics, and that's proven itself not to work. I was going to say that's a real shitty concept, well, but it has. <laughs> but yeah. that same thing, yeah. Reaganomics is the same concept across the board. Mm-hmm. It's if you free these people up, they're going to create p- proliferation, and that's been proven 
quantifiably proven to not be the case. Mm-hmm. You you deregulate the overall, uh, I guess, level of care an individual receives or quality of life that an individual has goes down. I mean, mm-hmm. if if you look at the that's why the, even the idea of make America great again is such a disgusting thing. It's a it's a carrot uh, in front of a cart. Mm-hmm. It's like let's go back to the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. it's you a carrot be in front than of that. a cart yeah. going off of a but cliff. But you could yeah, but that's you could have you could have a regular ass job, and I I use that term very just liberally because I mean a regular ass job, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and pay for a wife and two children to be at home. Yeah. You can't do this shit. You yep. can't even pay. We can't even pay mm-hmm. fucking rent. And then we mm-hmm. got people that have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. I mean, mm-hmm. there are active right. a- active bids. That's right to keep a big portion of the population tethered Absolutely and under control. Are. Absolutely, there. Yeah. And and my my answer would uh, would be just a little more brief than that. But it seems maybe you're saying that for the sake of the recording, you know, but. Saying, saying what? You, you were asking, what does that collapse look like? Yeah, how yeah. Does what does that how look does nature, like? Yeah. Nature, all right. So we got it right now. You got to wind back a little bit and, and see why the magnitude for it to be affected naturally exists to begin with. Okay. It's because you're already further out than you think by the fact that you are, you can be a landlord, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very sophisticated state of existence for a human being. Because a while ago... You just had to protect the ground you were standing on, right? If you mm-hmm. just do the primeval yeah. imaginary thing in your head. So, all right, you got a landlord that doesn't want to rent to someone or um, restaurant owner, or restaurant whatever. or whatever, right? We've already, for the restaurant to exist and to have the capacity to be that rich, we've already made a misstep by not checking the amount of wealth you can accrue to really to no consequent, right? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, people also get the counter currency of. Uh, boycotting you and stuff like that, right? That's what I was hoping someone would say. That's what'll happen, and it will it will happen even if even if people don't want to, like join in and do that. It, it can it can still ha- we see it happen all the time, you know. So things kind of trend away. I see this being the um, the early stages of that happening. What mm-hmm. I truly believe is that this the the phenomenon of nature correcting things is rioting. That's what it is. It's yeah. going to yeah, be right. It's going to be rioting. Martin Luther King yeah. said that it rioting is the language of the unheard. It's, yes. Yeah. And that's if it's so funny you said it because I was literally going to fucking say that. I'm sorry. No, I didn't no, no, mean no. to steal your shit. But but it is the language of the unheard, and it's the fact that the people who aren't listening are going to get tired of it, and they're and they're also and it's not just going to show in their well they they may not they may still not vote but they might tear some shit up. Yeah. And that's and that's where that's mm-hmm. the only place where I see nature taking control of things. Because right now the early phases of it mm-hmm. is clicking the like button. But look, it's 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 sharing someone's yeah. status or something like that. It's tagging a city commissioner in a post. But let's be real, when you're going and burning I'm not inciting any violence on anyone. Okay? I'm not doing that. But it's when she you're was like, Don't come kick don't, my door don't come in. Don't kick my door in, FBI or any of you people. Like but it's when people start vandalizing shit or people start yeah. standing inside of your restaurant being like, this motherfucker is racist or this person is like this. When enough of that mm-hmm. starts happening, that's when the change is for real going to happen mm-hmm. because these people, what hurts more 
then again, what I've said before, what hurts, you can't attack their morals, but you can attack their wallet. You can attack their reputation. That's why we've said Superagent is deleting posts that people put oh, yeah. when they're putting that. Yeah, and, and uh, banning people. Banning people from their pages. When, like when you start posting. to see people saying yeah, like, shout oh out to shit, West Buchanan. this is. Apparently he's got a reputation for uh, checking people. Yeah, but I'm like just WBKO.com, yeah. I'm sure... Somebody's been like, "Hey, yeah. yo, you probably don't want Seriously. this dude commenting on your shit." And you know, I I don't care saying names because they're public figures. So like, well, when, no, when and, you and, go and through, West Buchanan, don't give a fuck either. No, shout out, shout outs to West Buchanan. But when when that kind of stuff starts happening, that is, in my opinion, is nature starting to like wake mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. nature starting to put you in check. Well, and mm-hmm. and I agree with that, and it does start. It does. It, it genuinely that that starts to to happen. Like he said, we're human beings, and humans we have a propensity to control and throw throw the throw this saddle yeah. on our environment and and ride that shit. Yeah. What ends up happening with that is riots in one way. Mm-hmm. The movement that's associated with that riot overwhelmingly is a good thing. Yeah. But then anecdotal things that transpire in relation to the movement get paraded by the active bid to denigrate it. And then mm-hmm. people end up becoming apathetic. That's Black the only thing that happened matter. to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that absolutely yeah, happened man. to Black Lives Matter. Overwhelmingly, started yeah. off awesome. Well, no, it, it and it stayed awesome. Mm-hmm. The active bid to denigrate it gained more momentum. Oh, yeah. more Some momentum black people did this. It's because of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> anecdotes. You remember during Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, they were like, "Look at all these black people fucking looting shit." Yeah. but let Luke mm-hmm. let UK lose. Yeah. Let oh the my God! Let well, university and they're like, look at all these rascally white folks <laughs> <Yeah>. out here. <laughs> they're just I, I mad. It's a couch burner. Yeah, I remember that happening with uh, <laughs> with Black Lives Matter and everything. And part of me thinks that um, because it's happened before. In, 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 like decades past, it makes me think of that pen, pendulum analogy again. That it's not so much that um, it it may not be. It's still a more sublime and more subtle and more pervasive m- metaphysical corrective force operating. So that even within that swing of riot, riot not effective because it was quelled by media. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. in, even in that swing, you still have nature pulling you toward a, a balance because this yes. you will eventually learn that that quality of action is not enough mm-hmm. and then you'll get another level of activity that will be more uh effective yeah. authentic, uh, authentic you know because riding even itself is not effective. you ain't gonna outgun the you aren't gonna outgun that, no, that, that no. are that but are, you I know what i mean that are i don't they, think they, that they this love is... for you to do that in fact to drop population count from yeah. <laughs> but i don't th- i don't think that this is one of those situations mm-hmm. where people are going to go and they'll riot yeah but i don't think anyone's gonna start getting killed over well, a and, lot of it and, and like it, but i could be wrong well, I, I could totally be wrong and he brought he brought up an excellent point and it made me think of the gun industry mm-hmm. and i love guns i do don't get me wrong they're fun as fuck yeah i love i like hunting i like the utility of it i've worked in fields where having a firearm was a comfort at if nothing else at times, yeah. you know, in dangerous situations. But when you look at uh, the pendulum swinging and, yeah. and, and maintenance of the system, the idea that we can defend ourselves, I know that this is a lot for nothing, but the idea that we could defend ourselves against the system mm-hmm. with the firearms that the average person has access to. Yeah. The idea that we could stand up against... 
Yeah. We can't, man. They've got fully automatics. They've got tanks. They've got helicopters. Oh, sure, sure. They've got night vision. They've got the training. Yeah. They've got the expertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't got shit. And, and it's these dudes with flannel all sitting in their living room uh, with their sleep mm-hmm. apnea shit right yeah. next to their recliner. Yeah. Did a like, I need my 1911 yeah. to protect myself in case yeah. the government in comes. Case the you government. did, Pimp. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. going to kick in your door and you're yeah. done. Like, yeah. yeah. But that's the system maintaining itself as well. It's yeah. it's here. I would this is them, liberty. You have yeah. to have this to protect yourself yeah, against very, very us. Important. Yeah. yeah, very but important. Thing, that's, it's a, yeah, that's but the thing. It's the, the very thing. It's, yeah. it's look, you, you can defend yourself against. It really mm-hmm. is them. They're yes. telling you that. They're but putting that in your I head. I think one system that I I want to have faith in that is there, that is to protect the system from itself, is voting. That's why we don't have a monarchy. It's why we don't have kings and queens running shit. For, and families, yeah, we do have families running shit. But you know what I mean. Voter suppression is a, is a thing. It, it's a thing. And but it, I'm, and but it here, doesn't I'm thinking, occur on the right. You I'm don't thinking, see us. I'm thinking about it on like, the, the micro level when we're talking about cities and making change like that because I am 100% of the mindset that the real changes don't happen at voting in general elections. It's voting for the mayors. It's voting for the city commissioners and all that kind of stuff. The system can fix itself if the right people rise, if the right people t- want to go up for the challenge, if they, if they actually want to go up there and say, I want to make the change. If they want to go and take those steps and go door to door and campaign and do this, that, and the other, then it can happen and people will vote for that. But there aren't any leaders that want to step up. Because the same couple people well, keep running for the same think, thing. Think about some of the people. Education is a big part of this. Education. It, do you a- think access- these people are smart that are in positions? No, 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 no. I'm talking about lack of education. Okay. Pe- people that are most impacted by nefarious legislation. Yeah. People that don't have a ride into town to go fucking vote. Yeah. Are the ones that, you know, you, you look at it and they even get blamed and shamed as well they're like look the left never shows up to vote if you look at a lot of the people that would probably benefit from a less a leftist system that do not vote mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to want to get to the fucking polling place where when you can't even you don't even have a car but i or, I, I, or I think you that are, you you have to work two jobs i think that there's more there are there are opportunities to go again here at least here there are op- there are many opportunities to go and place votes, especially Here. on days when you can't. Here but I also think that there are more people who can, who do have the means to go and vote that don't than than the people that don't have the means to vote or to go and vote that actually want to vote. Absolutely. I would say that that's true here. Okay. Do you, think, that you, do you think for those who feel, who hold the perspective that you do, is there any incentive or obligation for them to make voting easier? How, uh, how do you, how do you yes, feel about that's that? That's a thing. I, yeah. I, I think that there's I think that there's incentive to it because if people think like me, then mm. they will gladly welcome changing of the guard every single time an election happens. But oh, okay. because I, I want then, different then people. Then how do you feel about it not being done? I've been trying to figure out yeah. how to not pay car insurance since I had a car. <laughs> they're very effective at making yeah. a completely unnecessary yeah. thing because at some level I've only to speculate I'm not sure for certain but for some level we must realize that as I as I tried to spell out earlier the capacity to do damage in a motor vehicle is so great mm-hmm. that we have to help ourselves out and say look we all got to do a little something for each other because 
we could be all right without insurance. Most of us aren't going to wreck, and most of yeah. us will be okay. But when you do, the damage it can cause to mm-hmm. a family, what it can set people back. So pay a little bit for that. That's something that constitutionally we shouldn't have to do, mm-hmm. car insurance. But um, is it because we realize what I just said, or is it because it's money in it, or is it because of both? What's If voting is so important, is it that hard to help people, make people get it done? I think it, that... It doesn't seem like it's hard to me. It doesn't seem hard to me, especially in, in the age that we live in. I think mm-hmm. it should be made easier. You mm-hmm. should be able... To, they should have it where you, you know, everyone... Oh, that's This is a little different. This is a little big brotherish, but I was like, everyone has a login. Everyone has a thing where you can go everyone in there. Everyone has uh, municipalities. Everyone has utilities. Yeah. Vote there. Vote, vote there. Vote I was going to say, like, company. jump on your jump on your electric company's website. Like, yeah. you have your account... Go in there, or, or do, there's got to be a way that you vote, can vote do it at, from vote wherever. Vote at your switch, the yeah. switch on your house. Exactly. Seriously, they can like, install something over there, and you but, just go put, hit the red button. You vote in Democrat this year, <laughs> like, and it gets collected. Ain't no mistakes yeah. gonna happen on that. But you ain't anything can that, be anything. Easily. Yeah. Well, things. Get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things get maybe things get hacked. Maybe it would cost. To, maybe it costs less to do it the way that they're doing right now. But in my opinion, if I was in power, I would say I would create more ways for people to go. And vote that I think that it's very it's very antiquated to be standing like I hate I hate standing in the line and listening to everyone talk about whatever I like <laughs> Chris was talking about he's like oh yeah if you just met clue you'd think oh he's the nicest guy but clue doesn't give a shit about you mm, but like there there that is so true when I'm standing in the line to go and vote so many people I don't give a shit about <laughs> talking to me about everything I don't give a shit about Mm-hmm. And and everyone's just in there, and it's such a time suck. And you're just in there. You're I'll, I'll be waiting for 30, 40 minutes to do something that takes Damn, a couple vote? of minutes. Where your polling place? It's at uh, it's on uh, it's near Indian Hills. I haven't changed my home address, so it's it's over there on uh, St. Oh, James. Oh, they Church. gonna get you, huh? They gonna get you. Yeah, they can do what they want. You gerrymandering ass, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the same. It'd be the same look, thing. I, see, I will say with my experiences with voting, I voted at the clubhouse, and yeah. it's still like mine hasn't changed. Yeah, my proximity to the polling place hasn't changed, mm-hmm. even though my address has, but. Um, I voted at the clubhouse, and it's never a problem. Like yeah. I go in there, and it's very sparse, and yeah. I don't have to wait. I go, they find my name. Oh, dude. It's- dude, it's super fucking easy, but that's that's one of the things. I know that my experience voting mm-hmm. is not, it's not the necessarily same. a typical experience sure. fucking voting. Sure. And in many cases, you have all this, this laundry list of things that are acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Like, okay... Um, this demographic of individual doesn't have as much access to transportation. They're not a, as much of a threat. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about like seniors, mm-hmm. for example. That's a big one. Uh, there are people that are older that live relatively far away from town that don't drive, that maybe rely on a relative to come and pick them up. So they're beholden. Mm-hmm. Their vote is beholden, not necessarily their vote. Yeah. But whether they vote is beholden to whether another individual takes comes them and out picks there. them up. Yeah. You know? So that's a demographic, and mm-hmm. you look at the numbers on that. Those individuals are not a threat, mm-hmm. and and that's just an example. I'm not yeah, saying that sure. necessarily that they vote one way or another, mm-hmm. but people with a criminal background, felons, they can't vote. Mm-hmm. We have a retribution based legal system. We don't have a rehabilitation based legal system. Yeah. So we have a system that benefits off of people fucking up. First mm-hmm. of all, that's a huge. Yeah, huge that, problem. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, I think 
most anybody can acknowledge that that's problematic. Mm -hmm. In no kind of scientific paradigm does retribution make sense over rehabilitation. It just doesn't. It doesn't. So that's where we fuck up to begin with. Yeah. I, I think about that all the time, man. Sorry to cut you off. Just no, that, go prison, ahead. that prison thing, it boggles me. I sometimes wish I could own a prison because I know some big oil burn tycoon types would show up and like, you, you ain't playing ball right because yeah. I would take the biggest- Because your prison would be a school. Dog. They would grow <laughs> medicine. All right. We, prisons make a lot of money. They cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Usually somewhere remote sometimes. I would just get the most remote place. I'd build it on the island of Haiti and I'd just fix the island. You work your way out of prison. You yeah. grow weed all day. What you grow is what you eat. What you what you learn and what you can do. Mm-hmm. That's how you get out of prison. Yeah. And if you get like a super harsh sentence, like 25 years or something, you know, you can work your way out of it. Mm-hmm. But you, we can quantify it. We can sit down and quantify the amount of damage you did to society for whatever your crime was yeah. it wasn't violent you yeah. know yeah. stuff like that and I don't see why we're not doing I don't see how we could have I don't. I can't see a downside to it yeah like you get incentivized for cooperation sure. a yeah. system where yeah. it incentivizes cooperation yeah yeah. 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 We now we can yeah. go into that oh that's a that's a completely different discussion but the, the, what I want to end it on I want to ask all of you the, this question including right? you Chris Jones bring in, that microphone in, yeah bring in, that mic in you, you've been in this class for long enough now. All right. How would each of you guys fix the issue of fairness? We'll start with you, Chris. Thir- you got 30 seconds to a minute. How would you fix fairness? Again, fairness is not something that is a static concept, like you said. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's, it's different for everybody. I think you don't necessarily fix fairness. You work off of a moving target. And as a society especially as influencers, as influential, powerful individuals, you have a responsibility to invest in your fellow man and mitigate as much suffering as Mm -hmm. possible. I think that that's really what it comes down to. And I think that we have to enact legislation that's reflective of that. Okay. What about you, Chris? Um, Mainly in regards to the the regulations and the legislations, I think it's got to start, you know, kind of like you were saying at the grassroots. Mm -hmm. we got to be able to get people that – that want to go into power, that mm-hmm. want these changes, mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, it's going to take too much to go door to door when I'm working two jobs, when I've yeah. got this going, you know. Sure. Just going from there. Okay. What about you, Mark? Checks and balances. For every measure that you have in a cooperative system to affect people beyond just yourself, you have an equal measure of, uh, of tax you have to pay. So you can rent to whoever you want to, but if someone says, this guy won't rent to me because... I'm gay. During the whole twelve months of that non-gay person's lease, you don't get the thousand dollar a month rent. You get three hundred dollars. God damn! I like that. That's, oh god. Yeah. I for me, um, it, it it it's sort of like what everyone says. It's it's first help making people understand that there is no such thing as fairness. There's only what we think that fair is. Fair is always going to be placed, and we're always going to be placed in the middle of the concept of fairness. We'll always put ourselves in there. And and I think that that is very dangerous because some of us view ourselves as really, like, very highly. You know, like me, I, I think very highly of myself. I have no problem saying that. But my idea I'm of fairness... I'm fucking great. But, like, my idea of fairness is not the same thing as other people. Um, I believe in... 
Because Kalu's um, a shark. We've huh? already established that you're a shark. You yeah, but, wait, but if, if some shit happens to me, someone sharks me, if someone does that, I'm like, game recognized game, bro. Right, you know I what know. I'm saying? He's like, well, there's a bigger great white out. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's just, but that's how it is. And and we do need to understand that nothing you're good. You're operating on a whole other level, for real. Like, I yeah. mean, and I'm not trying to be facetious. Like, sure. you're operating on a, on a very macro level with that. I, I try to be. I mean, I, I really do, but like, Change has never happened when we were comfortable. Well, it's it's never pre- happened before. I appreciate the acknowledgement because I feel like it really is an argument against or or between like in insurance mm-hmm. for the sake of proliferation versus adversity for the yeah. sake of we we need we need the adversity and and I also think that I I don't want to denigrate the people that. That are against the chain, that the legislations or whatever that are that are against the fairness ordinance. But you need to own that choice when you make it. When you go and say that you don't believe in this thing, better be ready to 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 own up to that. And I think that that is going to be the that could be one way to to hear other reasons why. Because when you because echo chambers are dangerous as hell, and I think one of the things that happens to a lot of people that say no to things like that is that they'll lock themselves into an echo chamber, and then they'll surround themselves with people who agree with them. That's why I also think the dangerous thing is when people smash that like button or they share their statuses or they'll post mm-hmm. on the things. Oh, good job to those people who voted against it. Like you feed off or, that. Or the changing your mind makes you a bad person. Yeah, changing your you're Ch- not bad you, for changing evolve. your mind. We evolve, and our, yeah. our, our opinions are. So subject yes. to new information being presented exactly and we, we have to allow people to evolve yes mm-hmm. and that and that and i think that by forcing a ch- by forcing something like uh the fairness ordinance on people i feel like there are some people that it's going not forcing is not the right word by enacting something like that some people might feel forced to make a change and i don't think that that change is sustainable because they will react in one way or another and, and that's some shit i don't want like i've said before i would rather know that this dude in front of me is racist than wonder what yeah. he's thinking and wonder some, if he is i had some things that i felt like that a, a few years back and um but I, I wonder i wasn't able to answer this for myself how do you know how do you know he's uh, Chris? Like, how do I know? Smile in yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. You described yeah. earlier when it wasn't like you're talking about certain discrimination or something, and it's hard to articulate, and the person feels stupid. Yeah, I see that every day uh, mm-hmm. of of my life. So, like, um, you're just saying that that's a preference or that's a requirement that they own it. They own that they are discriminatory towards they, because they, they vote and they, they will they, vote they against voted. like hate crime legislation. Yeah, because they'll say. Hate, and Fox News will fucking say yep. it that hate crimes aren't a problem. Mm-hmm. That yeah. we don't, we shouldn't prosecute people for charges associated with it yeah. being a hate yeah. crime. Yeah. Real, real, real quick, is it okay? Mm-hmm. I, when I moved down to Nashville, I would drive to work for, and I, will, I live on the street with two or three very popular mm-hmm. nightclubs. Uh, and every morning, I would go and the news van would be there on this one corner on the right and they'd be like shooting across the street. And I thought maybe they were just doing traffic because this is a weird place to do traffic because they weren't at the uh, Interstate 40 intersection. Anyway, I saw that for weeks and weeks and weeks and then um, news van every morning. Um, And then like, not every morning, but a couple times a week. Mm. And then um, I was at Trivia Night and a girl that lives in the neighborhood works for whatever the Nashville News Channel 5 or whatever. And you know what she told me that was? They weren't shooting traffic. 
it's every two or three times a night someone gets hurt at those clubs. They're two gay clubs down the street from me. And mm. um and it was that prevalent, but it like I didn't he wasn't on the news. They're just shooting and I'm like, dang, every night, like every yeah. time they per- like, like, like they get hurt. Yeah, hate crime. She said somebody like come by in a pickup truck and smash a gay guy in the head with a bottle or something. Wow. And it's every other morning. Well now Kalu. Huh? But no, I, <laughs> why was I saying this? I was I'm saying playing. I was I was saying that about yeah, like like how do you make people own it? I think you when you make a decision to vote against it, oh, okay. then you say you tell people why. When people start asking you mm-hmm. why do you think like that, you better have a good fucking reason uh, why you think that. Mm-hmm. Because I have a billion reasons why you should vote, like why you should say that people should have mm-hmm. these things. Okay, uh, well that's like, what I was gonna say. But, but that's the difference between like a Jeffersonian democracy and a true democracy. Because mm-hmm. a Jeffersonian democracy, if I'm not mistaken, makes allowances to to prevent mob rule rule mm-hmm. by majority mm-hmm. sure to, mm-hmm. to protect small smaller groups mm-hmm. okay and i think that that's this is just a reflection of that okay the, the jeffersonian democracy but i could be using that term wrong but I, I, in, it is there should be protections in place according to some terminology associated mm-hmm. with that yeah I, I think that i've thought about that with commerce and things like um, and i think that the reason why it's impossible is I do agree you shouldn't enforce things like that. Yeah. Wouldn't enforce the fairness act. But I think that um um we're missing the fact that you that we're we're one community and one organism because who are you gonna rent to? Who are you gonna sell cakes to? You know, yeah. even people that are part of the small community that you're discriminating against, if they're not enough to collapse your business, other people probably won't like you for doing that anyway and gonna lose more business. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess it's we a just it's have a passive validation of of really regressive mindsets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. let's mm-hmm. be honest. If we're mm-hmm. all in this room, no yeah. nobody should be. We can make the acknowledgement nobody should be discriminating against mm-hmm. gay people. Yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, Why right. Gay people, but but like, but but by allowing for this, mm-hmm. by not enacting it, it does. It, regardless of what it, what all else it does, because things don't do just one thing it does passively validate the existence of that mindset within that social climate but again, one of the things though that i've said is that in the same way that we can like we have to come up with ways to make it easier for other people like i've said before to create property of their own you know to create property and to create opportunities and make these restaurants like it, it shouldn't be there, yeah, it shouldn't be that easy for these people to sit there and build something and then build again and then build again and then build again and just keep maintaining well, this power big we, business yeah they, they put small business like they absolutely but like it, he was saying the the big tree doesn't allow the small tree yes. to fucking grow and it doesn't mean to it's not mm-hmm. like mcdonald's is like Mm-hmm. It like let's go fuck everybody up. Yeah, right. I, Walmart so, thinks that though. Right. Yeah, Walmart. Probably, they, they probably sit in a room. <laughs> no, I mean that's. I think it's one of the things that they do, and and I I feel like I watched it on a documentary is that when they first I know I I meant to kill this episode like a little bit <laughs> yeah, or, like a couple minutes ago, but one of the things that they do is that they'll go when they when they first build a Walmart in an area they'll drop their prices lower than the mom and pop shops for. For however long they need to, yeah, and then whenever they're out of business, they'll bring them back up to normal. Those dirty, yeah, but again, it's still not personal. It's still not. They didn't get in a room and they were like, 
they were like, fuck these people. Let's yeah, destroy yeah. them. It's just that's their business the, that's model. That's the nature of yeah. the organism. But yeah. I think in the same way that there like are people. You don't people, blame a big cat for going and taking down a gazelle or no, some shit. But know? I think in the same way that there are people like these community farmers markets, they're strong. They're getting stronger. And there's th- these people that are banding together and saying, like, we are going to work together to do this. I think the same thing can happen with the restaurants with all these other things we just have to un- we have just like we've all said we're all one species right now i'm i'm going to say we're one to you if you don't think it that's on you i'm still going to take care of you i'm still going to take care of all these other people so start up your business start up your thing create your community and all that kind of stuff and those people will come to you well you know he was talking about the pendulum and i'll yeah. this, i'll make this shit brief as fuck but he was talking about the pendulum mm-hmm. the the laws of fucking nature would assert that the further that the pendulum swings one way, mm-hmm. the more momentum that it's going to carry back the other way. The it's other not going to just stop halfway yeah. to the other side. It's going to carry through yeah. and swing back by. So that means if we force the pendulum in one direction so fucking far, mm-hmm. the response the, is going to be the, harder. It's going to be cataclysmic. Yeah. Yeah. And what does that mean for us as a species? Then we get into the whole like the great big old philosophical debate about like what what constitutes success as a species. Yeah. But yeah, the, that's that's all I want to point out is again, the further that we allow that pendulum to fucking swing out, yeah. there's going to be an enormous impact yeah. when it comes uh, back around. Case in point, our our debt crisis. Yes. <laughs> whenever that whenever that pendulum swings back, oh, it, and everyone calls in on their debt, we're super fucked. People are gonna be eating house pets. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be shit. yeah. It's like Ernie's gonna be real tasty, <laughs> man. All right, so guys, um, we've uh, man, this has been really really good. I I feel like I've been able to learn about just learn different ideas on just fairness in general, and I know that this this discussion just doesn't stop here. I know that it's something that people need to be talking about more often. Well, we're going to have and, a uh, part two. We call it the oh, edge of the dish. Yeah, we do. For real. We absolutely do. And and I think that if, if there's a way that we can involve more of the political figures and stuff like that in here, then we need to do it. It's it's something that we've said multiple, multiple episodes is that we need to be more involved within our communities. This would not be a problem if we were involved in our communities. I wholeheartedly believe that that i believe that to be true this wouldn't I, be an issue if we gave that. a shit about we're, we're very disconnected we're I super disconnected it, we, we got to tap back in face to face with motherfuckers yeah. and i think that that's a key to, yeah and to again any kind of progress we're, our disconnection is evident in the fact that people are up in arms because five people voted one thing that they should have been doing a long time ago or three people three you know yeah <laughs> but I, i'm putting them all in there because i, I don't I'm think just, yeah like I like the I like the city commissioner position. Truthfully, I'd like to be one, but it would be I'd be that guy being like, "No, fuck you. That stupid. is stupid." You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'll I'd vote be, for you if you thanks, want. Look, I'll campaign I'll have for like you. Like seven too. votes, maybe. I'll but, play mariachi music and blast your <laughs> shit through town, man. But it's it's the fact that if we are actually, if I was in that position, I'd be telling people, "You do not need me. You don't need me. Like, take care of yourself. Take care of your communities. Take care of each other." And that's going to make this work that I'm gonna, that I'm trying to do a thousand times easier because I will only make decisions that are going to be in the best efforts, so it comes or the best interest. Empathy. It comes to empathy. That's the key of it. So we need to understand that. So uh, I know I, I can go on that soapbox for a long ass time, but guys, I appreciate all of your time. Um, if you have any sort of feedback, please, please, please reach out. Do we have any shameless shout outs before we go? 
Um, again, I want to give a shameless shout out to Tyler Young. Tyler Young's been doing my programming through uh, Grade Eight Performance. Yep. He's got some shirts that just dropped, and okay. he's going to have some more merchandise coming out. Sweet. It's fucking dope. Check it out. Um, I'm not certain. Did you take care of a site for him? Yeah, wait. I still need to get some stuff from him, but yeah, his site is it's it's available. But yeah, it's we're working on that. You know, okay. he's got the domain, he's got this, that, and the other. But yeah, yeah greateightperformance.com is going to be there. He's been working on my programming, and uh, since and I'll just go ahead and say it: since Workout Anytime decided they wanted my fucking clothes out on Fairview Plaza, <laughs> what? I, I, yeah, yeah. best one. Yeah, the that's the dope one, right? Yeah. Well, they had a big ass theater. Well, it, yeah, and then they, but he didn't maintain like the hundred pound dumbbells was all like bent out of shit. But I don't guess too many people used them, mm-hmm. so he was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, but it's closing down, so I'm switching over to Powerhouse full time. So nice. Yeah, shout out to Powerhouse. I'll be out there with that Cambered Bar tomorrow. Doing okay. Some okay. What about you, Chris? You got any same shameless shout outs? Uh, just my wife, and my little kids. They okay. They, they pretty cool. <laughs> they're pretty cool. They're serviceable. You know? Yeah, they're. So- <laughs> yeah, I know his, his wife. She's a. Is she still a social worker? Yes, as well? she's a case manager. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Mark, do you have any shameless shoutouts? Yeah, I got one. Uh, shout out to my good friend A N. I won't say her name yet. <laughs> she's gonna be on the. She's gonna be on the podcast. So, really? Yeah, she's gonna be on here, man. She's, really? She's on the level, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a part of minority community, and I asked her about uh, the fairness ordinance during the podcast. Yeah. Uh, her response quote was, um, I don't know. We've been trying to get this passed for like 20 years now. I don't know what the problem is. I feel like WKU is driving is the driving force behind wanting it passed. My knee-jerk reaction is I don't want to rent from or work for anyone who has a problem with my sexual orientation, but that's an easy privilege for a heteronormative appearing white woman I wish I had enough money and power to affect the conversation. Damn. So she come off at the edge of the dish. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. coming off the edge of the dish. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she can kick it on anything. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited to have her on. Whoever she is, I'm excited. Um, i like to give a shout out to just my family. I mean, it was really good seeing uh, them today. Uh, my co- I met one of my cousins for the first time. She came here from Nigeria. And uh, she is she's a year younger than me. And is just like me and my sister, so it was awesome getting to hang out with her and uh, and and talk to her and everything like that. Ogechi, she she may not listen to this oh, episode, but thank you for for hanging out with us and everything is like that. Your niece? Huh? No, it's my cousin. cousin yeah, well, yeah. And thank you for the uh, abacha the cuisine. Yeah, yeah. abacha. That it was delicious. Uh, ah, yeah. also known as oh, African yeah. salad. Oh yeah. yeah. Two, two more things. Yeah, I forgot. Shout out to Jiza. I forgot today's Easter, right? Shout out to Jesus. Jesus, he, he, yeah. he is risen. And uh, Kalu, for you can't for, say that for, with a straight face. For, for, he is risen, though. It's Jesus. Yeah. So, You're an uh, asshole. You will. It's not like he's not risen, Kalu. It's like that's the thing. He's risen, so you know. Give it up, Kalu. And uh, uh, shamelessly say your full name for my my brothers. Yeah, sure. It's Kalo Akamakalo and Jocko on my Algo Boy Akum. Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. I'm but, pregnant. I swear uh, every time I, every time I, he does that, I'm just like oh. <laughs> he comes from royalty. Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. No, that's not part of it. That's not part of it. But uh thank you guys for your Thanks time. Do what? Thanks, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for your time and attention. Uh, hit us up on at the Salumist on Instagram. Go to the, the Salumist on Facebook. Go to our website, www.thesalumist.com. If you don't have like a 
uh, listening device to, to hear any of the stuff, just go on the website and add slash podcast. You can listen to the episode on there. We've got uh, a new shirt that's out there. Uh, I ordered one just the other day so I can rep that. I'm very excited about it. It says Fort, Fort, Fortitudine Vincima. So by, uh, fuck, what is it? I have it. Ah, oh, God damn it. Now I'm going to sound really He's stupid. He's got it tattooed on his lower back. If y'all nah, yeah, it's it. like, for the boys, they want to smash that ass. Um, it, uh, <laughs> I took that one too far. Yeah, you, uh, you're um, in trouble now. Hold on, hold on. Anyway, when you see it, it's going to be badass. Like, it's, uh, I think it's uh, by endurance we conquer is what yeah. it translates to. And so it's, it's a true testament, in my opinion. Like, we've... We're coming up on a year on this podcast, and I think that we've done a lot of enduring. You know, yeah, there's uh, we've we've definitely had to endure ourselves. You know, just like changing. Well, and people and, have to endure my bullshit. Well, yeah, bullshit and- it's just it's ups and downs, and learning how this whole thing works, and like and through it all, we are at a point where it's like I don't even care about the listeners. I don't care. But I just want I, this is like good for me. It's good for my development. Yeah. That's what I like listening. I, I like about listening to this podcast. Sure. Like I can tell. It's like, it's just, you know, y'all are just talking, y'all are just doing your that's thing. That's what I love, man. If you want to listen, yeah. you know, by all means, listen. You don't like what we're saying? Well, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> the the yeah. kids, we're trying. We're yeah. fucking trying. And that's the problem is that no it, one's it trying. Comes through. Yeah. It comes through. Well, I appreciate that. Well, guys, again, thank you so much. If you have any questions, hit us up and we are out. Peace. Once again.